Hello. Hi, Rebecca. It's Beatrice. Hi, Beatrice. It's Rebecca. How are you? I'm very well. I'm, um, it's June, so... Um, That's good. Yeah. This is the month where my book trolley will arrive. I know it's <gasps> early June. I, I do know that, oh, but I, I am already anticipating quite a bit. That so, is so exciting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Mm. I sometimes forget wow. it for a very long, short period. And then when I remember, I think, oh, wow, yeah, my book trolley. <laughs> so that keeps me going. It keeps me going. God, that's going to keep me going mm. now as well. That's super exciting. Yeah. And you know where, going, where you're going to put it? Well, that's the thing. Well, I, I it's mobile. It can... Exactly. I, yeah. In my head, it's it's in different positions. Um, at different wow. times. Maybe that's what I'm going to do. Maybe I'll have a place for it in the morning and another one in the afternoon. Oh, that would be very good. Yeah. It can just travel around the flat. Yeah. Might mm. be a bit tricky on the stairs, but apart Yeah. From mm, no, I might have to stay up here, but there's still plenty of positions it yeah. could take. Oh, you know? uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah. So I, I hope it will be sooner than the end of June, but, you know, I, 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 I can cope. Well, when you know it's going to be that fabulous, yeah, it's it's okay to wait yeah. a few days more. That's true. Mm. Wow, that's yeah. fabulous. Yes. I'm so happy for me, you. Me too. What about Everyone you? Everyone should have a trolley. <laughs> I'm I'm fine, thank you. Although it's just started raining. Oh yeah, it's very dark the here. It's best June day thing. It's no. such strange weather. Mm. Um, but I'm okay. I got my hair cut by my lovely hairdresser Sarah, and it's very nice to have a professional haircut and not, you know, me having hacked at it. Yeah, although I was very impressed at you. Well, thank like, you. She did actually tell me that some people cut bobs by using the clipper, like I was using oh, it to really? get a really blunt cut. Oh. But I expect they're better at getting straight lines than I am. <laughs> Yeah. So that was very nice. And Coda loved it because he loves my hairdresser very much. So he was so excited to see her. It was very sweet. Yeah, he that I was just I was just hesitating because because I was just wondering my my dad had had a few he had four dogs and one one was a husky and in Spain they they just had too much fur, do you say fur or hair? So so mm. she always had to go to the not the hairdresser. What is it called? The dog like groomer the, or something. Yes. Um. And uh, but Coda, he he doesn't have to do any of it. He like, doesn't have to. do no. it. He is sleek. He's wash okay. and go. Okay. He's sleek. He doesn't know. He's got short hair, but he just loves my hairdresser as a person. He just. I mean, she is lovely. I love my hairdresser, <laughs> and he. You know, he hadn't seen them for months because she hadn't. I haven't had my hair cut properly since October. Mm. So he was just. Like, for a moment, he was kind of frozen in delight that he couldn't even move. He was so excited. And then he kind of recovered and was just dancing around her, wanting to look in all her bags. He got so carried away and giddy that he drank the glass of water I gave her, <laughs> which is not what a host should no. do. I said to him, Coda, yeah. you know, we're going to have to revise social skills yeah. because... Needs to go on a hostess, hostess course. He does need to do mm, a mm. hostess course, and and then he sits on my lap while she cuts my hair. That's incredible. Yeah, so you know, he, I'm pleased I've got my hair cut. He's pleased to have had a gorgeous morning with Sarah mm. and a refreshing glass of cold water. <laughs> yeah. 
That sounds like a very good good morning, good start to the day. Yes, everybody won. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that was very good. And I, I have switched my clothes to the summer wardrobe, which is probably why it's raining. Yeah, I I have mostly, I washed some more woolly things and I've just put some things aside that need to go into the suitcase, but the suitcase is high up and yeah, it's not something yeah, I enjoy. It's an operation. But yeah, it's an operation, but it has to be done. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. it's quite something. And I also want to tell you, Beatrice Balin, because mm -hmm. I've been to two actual real life exhibitions in galleries yeah and it was amazing yeah i've been I mean, to two and i think with one we overlapped oh, um, oh 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 which one so i went to this i just about managed to catch the zanella moholi <gasps> oh wasn't that wonderful that was amazing i mean i it was yeah. incredible and i feel like because that was the first one i went to and after however many months not seeing anything and it was as though it revived in me an understanding of what art does to you and how important it is to be exposed to art because it was just it was everything I thought I mean the work is amazing but mm. I also thought I was so impressed with with how it was displayed and the pace yes. and the text and mm. I I just thought it worked so well. It was it wasn't an it was also interesting. I don't think I've been to an exhibition for a while which was so um I just don't know how to describe intense maybe or Yes. Um, no, it was it was incredibly intense from the first room mm. that you're kind of immersed in it. Yeah. And I thought yeah. it was in there was this often this contrast between a beautiful photo and then you read the text and what it is mm. about and mm. I thought that was very effective effective is not mm. the right word it just really no it, it, it really gets impact that's the word yeah it yeah. really has it has an impact yeah no I I agree I I mean I knew their work because I followed them on Instagram for a long time and it it was that thing of suddenly seeing things in real life is really visceral and then that first room is so I don't know it's like it makes you angry mm. sad it's tender you know the way that there are the photographs of people who've been victims of hate crimes mm. but it's so you know the picture where you just see someone standing in like their underwear with the scar on their leg mm. and then one where it's just someone washing cloths yeah and just it's just building this picture and the way that their photographs I think are uniquely theirs but also connect to networks of images you've seen and kind of disrupt them because the one where someone is washing cloths mm -hmm. after being attacked really brought to mind like the you know like Manet Renoir, the kind of paintings of people, of washerwomen, basically, mm. but that this is completely twisted around your expectation of what you think yeah. a picture of someone washing means, mm. and it forces you to look at something completely everyday and ordinary, and as this charged, terrible 
thing that's been done to mm. someone and then them quietly washing. It's so intense mm. and just so, I don't know, there's something about their gaze, the way that they, I don't know, it's such a steady gaze of mm. showing you everything. Mm. But also there's such kind of tenderness for the subject, I think. Yeah, I I watched um, a a sort of interview and there was one thing that they said, which was that not subjects, the participants. And I thought that was that was I thought that was really interesting. Yes, Um, I'm sorry, I should have. Yes. Well, no, but you you know that's normally what what you you say about a a sitter or yeah. Mm. Yeah, but that but that's really actually important because I think that's another thing that I felt in the exhibition is how much that you're learning to understand and I know that's because I come from a position of white privilege but it's done in such a subtle it's subtle and yet intense at the same time I can't really yeah I found it really hard mm, to describe yeah Mm. yeah because it it is like it's something you feel and it was making me think of of like you know all these deep theories about embodied looking about how when you look you feel it inside you and I really felt it inside me it was like yes it was like this deep emotional physical response to what what I was looking at and that I wasn't just looking at it I was feeling it and mm. thinking it and everything else as well it's like your whole body is looking at it mm. and and I felt that that first room I think it it kind of pulls you into this world this community of people that that they are participating with to create these artworks because I th- because that's another really brilliant thing that's kind of threaded through, isn't it, of how much they are working actively within communities of lesbians and queer communities to kind of not just document but experience and help people and help themselves, you know? Yeah. So I think you get that. But, but that room, that first room, it's as though it kind of pulls you into this sense of the everyday and of people just living their everyday lives but continually being attacked yes for that mm. and because they're so beautiful the, the the like second half of that room where there's like photographs there's one that I really really loved that's there's two women sitting like sort of I think one might one one of them's on the other one's lap kissing and it's so beautiful and so tender. It's just wonderful. And the way they're wearing, you know, one of them's got a denim skirt on and you have this lovely indigo blue that's kind of wrapping around their figures. And it's just such a beautiful photograph. But then it's in the context of a room about hate crime or the other yeah. half of the room is about hate crime. And it, it's like I feel everyone should go and see and experience this exhibition to, to just understand emotion and connection and love and oh yeah it's just so good yeah the the other thing I mean the video really helped me in a way because it, the other thing they said in the video um, was mm. it's it's not about me it's about us and yes. and there was a lot about 
because there's so many people in that exhibition. Yes, there's that's true. So no, it, many yes, people. Yes, it's a whole world. Yeah, yes. and and it was also a lot about getting people that normally might not be in Tate in Tate or in you know spaces. Yes, that's true. And I I I thought that worked that worked so well. Yes. Um, yeah. Now you are. I mean, because and like you say, the exhibition was so beautifully curated the way that you went from that room into the room of of like them posing as beauty queens in like rich rich color and then the multiple photographs of people at the beach and then that huge mural that huge wall of them at the beach which Mm. are all so glorious but as you say and then you read the captions and you understand that just going to the beach is a huge it's like an act of defiance exposure. yeah yeah mm. and and oh my goodness just everything just every bit of it was amazing mm. and i really love the kind of improvised and handmade homemade costumes that the yes. beauty queens were wearing yeah that is an amazing that's a, a fantastic room i lo- i love that too it was like a it was like a room full of it. it they it, they looked very regal. The, the portraits I found, and I I wondered why that was, and I'm still not entirely entirely sure. I don't know. I, I do. What do you think it is? It's a combination of the way they hold themselves and pose. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, I guess and it also, is because it's not smiling or anything. It's it's no, usually it's, it's just very much a sense of self possession and knowing who you are. And and pride in who you who you are and that you're creating this image and and i suppose that and that really reinforces what you said about them saying that they are participants not subjects or sitters mm. because then there's how they've been shot and how they've how they've been lit and everything so it is like this collaboration this true collaboration mm. but that room is spectacular i think yeah and and I love that I the way because isn't one of the rooms called queering space or one of the sections is called something queering space that that sense of just their very presence your very presence is is a political act yeah because is. of the way the dominant culture defines and portrays you which bears no relationship to who you actually are and what your life is. Yeah, and also practically, I guess, places you weren't allowed to go to. Yeah, it's, one is called Queering Public Space. Yeah, mm. yeah. And it, and it's very good the way you go from sort of the beach and this sense of amazing self-fashioning, like fantastic yes. outfits for the beach and a mix of kind of drag and then just everyday dress what mm. what you wear at the beach but more fabulous and then the the beauty queens and you, and then you move to photographs of the artist and the people that they are working with and this sense of again of a community a true community and photographs of weddings yes and that that sense of i really loved that that you're going from different cuz i i was trying as i was walking through i was thinking that I also really like that they're really hard to define the genre of the photograph. Mm, true. Because because they're portraits, but there's so many other things as well. And that you have wedding photographs, which are usually 
either you know amateur or a professional who who that's what they do is is just take weddings and you know christenings and things and it's really interesting having an artist taking these photographs and I loved you know there's like a little bit that's a slideshow mm-hmm. and I loved how you went from group shots to details so I loved that at one point you got all the high-heeled shoes or you got fans or just little details of mm. their dress yeah it was really beautiful mm. and and that just amazing room that's all portraits yes but there are spaces mm. as well yeah that's true for people, yeah. And the, that is so powerful and so beautiful and, and overwhelming. And the dress is incredible. Like the the ways each person is is like using dress to express themselves, to anonymize themselves or to really speak out through their dress is so fascinating. Yeah, there's one particular that I I loved and I I looked it up and um, it's in a lot of collections so it must it must not it's not just me it's um, I probably get the name not very right but the person is called Vujelva Vuvu Makubetze and there were two pictures of them and one was this incredible photo with uh, on a black background and there are all these patterns you, you probably saw it it's a it's a patterned um, jacket. Uh, and then black and white patterned, very small patterned jacket, and then a bigger pattern, more like sort of gingham handkerchief in a pocket, and then oh, wow. there's another pat- little pattern on the on the tie, and then there's a pattern on the edge of of the shirt. So there are all these sort of different black and white patterns. Yes. Um, and then next to it was another photo. I'm not sure it was next to it, maybe not, but. Um, of the same person in a, in, a, in a cardigan and again with a white shirt and a and a tie, and that I like that that some people appear several times. Yes. Um, and I, again, there's something I cannot understand and really describe, but how people look at the camera, because then it's not defiant. I think it's not aggressive or no, but it it's very. Um, it's very still and it's I don't know I just cannot describe can you what what how I mean obviously not confident maybe is it yeah I think it's it's I think it's the self-possession that comes from having kind of having to possess yourself that you're not seen as part of the mainstream you don't have that automatic sense of of who you are and how you connect within the society you live and it's almost like because it's a lived becoming do you know what I mean Mm. that you've become this person or you've had to show who you are you've had to fight for who you are or I don't know that it's more it's more of a conscious becoming than just this is who I am yeah you know what I mean Mm. and I think there's yeah I think the stillness is really incredible and the sense of also, look, there's a real sense of looking out with many of the portraits and to engage the, the viewer. That's true. Mm. And, and a real sense of connection. And I think, I think it's really such an incredible achievement, this project, to have so many faces, to have so yeah. many people involved and so many identities and 
And I think, again, which is kind of a theme across the whole show, there's this tension between just being and just being and it's every day. And then the kind of world around you continually making that difficult. Mm. That I think you get in that, yeah, that that whole because it's huge and it's yes. really lovely the way I like the way that you're kind of guided around. I had, I mean, it, partly it was because it was the first one I've been to in so long, and partly because there weren't many people there. I had a real sense of myself moving through and moving to get close to the people in the pictures and to see them properly. You know, because at first you're just kind of overwhelmed, overwhelmed. by the number of faces mm. and bodies and people but then you want to see each single person yes. and mm. amazing yeah and then the room that's all Sonali Maholi in different incarnations mm. is incredible yeah yeah and it's again this sort of mixture of some of it is quite funny I, you know quite often mm. you don't see it first that what's in the hair is, you know, scouring pads or yes, or, yes. or whatever. You don't. So it's quite funny. But then sometimes when you realize, oh, it's all blown up black, you know, plastic uh, gloves or. Mm. But then often, yeah, you get again this contrast when you hear. It usually relates to a place, doesn't it? Um, to a yes. place where it was shot, and then also yes. what what might be behind it, and then that's yeah. And I really loved the one, I mean, all of them are amazing. To have sense of visual and material creativity yes. to reimagine yourself mm. again and again. And and the way the contrast is, I don't know if, it, if it's pushed up or down, because I don't understand these things, to make their skin darker is really beautiful. And I love the one where, I love the one where they are being their mother and wearing Miyake because their mother couldn't have oh, yes, afforded yeah. Miyake mm, mm. and so they're wearing it as her for her that oh my goodness that's such such a moving and incredible idea and vision and image that that really struck me mm. it was just also a really nice it was in a good room to just sit for a while. Mm. I like mm. that you could do that. Yeah, it was it was a great ex exhibition. I'm so pleased I just about managed to get in. Yeah, um, no, I'm glad you saw it. And mm. just, just a final point that I think that's the best timeline I've ever seen in any exhibition. Because having that last room with the timeline, so often the timelines, how can I put this? They're not very interesting, or they're done in a way that you that there's lots of things that are kind of so obvious that you think, do we need the time? Like you kind of need it, but at the same time, it can be quite yeah, great. yeah. And it, it was so good, and the way that they became part of the timeline, mm. and the way objects and images were used to show the ways that queer people, gay people have been treated, defined, you know, legislated against in South Africa across that timeline, kind of starting with a discussion of colonial and pre-colonial and then coming up to the present day. It was fantastic. That is like how you do a timeline. It was fantastic. And also just genius. I mean, it wasn't in a way part of the exhibition. 
it mm. it felt to me you had come out of the exhibition that's true you're and absolutely then, right yes. and then you yes. and you so it's I really really love that that you you engage with the work first and you're mm. not sort of tired out by the time you yes you've absorbed everything in the timeline and I kept thinking for where I work somehow that needs to be transplanted because I thought that was that was such a good thing not yet like you say how it was done and that it was multimedia and it actually included actual books and magazines and yeah and and things like that but also that it, it comes at the right point you read all these you know sometimes in the captions there's just sort of one sentence that says what this is actually about a picture and you mm. think what and and then you yeah. at the end you come you actually come out and think oh now I'm going to go and find out more yes, and then you can no, so yeah. that is that is really genius I thought that was so good yeah no mm. you're absolutely right and then having the the video at the end as well where you see them at work and just talking to people that they've photographed and worked with and mm. that was yeah no you're absolutely right it is like you come out of that room that's all self-portrait yeah. and you and then it's like now you start to con- make the contextual connections and you you think about what you've seen in in light of what you're you're learning in there and you know I sat for quite a long time watching the video and it is like it's all percolating through your brain as well mm. and you're thinking of all the images and what you've just read it's very very well done it's it yeah I just I think it I mean I felt like it's one of the best exhibitions I've ever seen and I I think it was in part because it was such an immersion from the word go and that you just yeah you just kind of lived in that in that realm that, that they created. lived in that realm that they created so yes it was amazing yeah it I, was yes I think you might have to tell me about the other one another time. I think so. And, and the other one, the other one, the Beatrice other one. Yeah, yeah. It was, I liked it more than I thought. I'm not sure I can say that much about it, but, but yeah, you're being I'll think about, about it. what it even it, is. <laughs> I'll think about what I can say about it. Well, maybe next week we can think about that. Okay. Okay, so we'll have another Catching Up on Exhibitions discussion. Great. Okay, that's very good. Marvellous. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.